Hello and good evening and welcome to another episode of Religions, Regimes and Refugees and their Multicultural Mess and Secular Scam. Thank you so much for joining me today. I hope you're having a great week because so am I. Because I'm on holiday. Uh, I'm sure all of you will have your turn and I hope it'll be fantastic. Um, and, and so we get down to today's episode. I was listening to a podcast on one of the platforms um, and they said, um, what is the difference between, the question was, what is the difference between uh, Abrahamic ideologies and Dharmic ideologies? Now, it's a very good question. I've been asked this many times. Uh, I've, I've, I've addressed this uh, before in different ways, but I'm going to address this entire podcast on it. So we'll get down straight to it. So uh, we'll start with Abrahamic ideologies. I don't like to use the word religion because there's no word religion in any book. Religion is a word that comes from uh, the Latin word religare, means to join, which is the Latin word for yoga or yoga, to join, join the dots, join the DNA, join the sequence of events. It, it doesn't mean spirituality or any of that sort. So I don't know why it's being used for religion, but <clears throat> sorry, it doesn't exist in any ideology. However, uh, the ideologies behind it come from different zones. Now, like I've always said, very important, the geology and the geography of the land where you live define your traditions uh, and define your actions and your way of life because you have to survive in this geographical zone. So every geography will not have the same uh, traditions, same manner of life, mannerisms, so on and so forth. But how do you get people to believe in it? Or over time, how did they develop these these principles and these ideologies or these customs by attaching God to it? So the moment you attach God, the moment you attach some spirituality, everyone follows it, and then it becomes becomes a religion, and then here we go. So these re- religions all are ideologies which come from certain contexts, zones, geographical, geological, and they will make up your history and your survival methods. And basically, long and short of the story, finally, uh, if you attach it to God, it will become a religion or an ideology. So um, it is important to understand Abrahamic groups are born out of a desert. Okay, very clear. If you look at the map, all three on the desert, Dharmic groups um, come, believe, um, initiate on the Indian subcontinent and beyond. Okay. Um, why? Um, a lot of people say, well, all the ideologies of the world come from the same region. Yes, absolutely, it comes from the same region. There's a reason because of the geographical and the geological area. Now, remember, in the desert, there's no civilization. There is no water. The most important part of the desert is water. You have no water, you will not survive. So, um, um, controlling these roots of water, these wa- these oases, uh, the agriculture around them. Agriculture means food, food means survival, survival also means money. 
okay, trades of goods and services, controlling the caravan trades is very, very important for this region. So controlling the oasis of water, controlling the agriculture around the oasis, and controlling the caravan route is very important. So the empires and power struggles in these areas, um, in, you know, uh, then produced uh, groups, kingdoms, bigger clans, alliances, vassal states, and they invented finally an ideology to survive in this area. The worst of this area is uh, the desert, the Levant, which is today Israel, um, Lebanon, Syria, Turkey. So the Levant, it's called the Levant. Um, and this area is plumb on the um, fault line, the same fault line that goes underneath uh, Turkey and caused the earthquake recently. So this fault line is the most important part. Uh, because it's a fault line, there are constant earthquakes, volcanic eruptions, tsunamis, uh, causing great loss of life, the food change, the economy, and this constant rise and fall of civilizations because of the trauma that this and the stress people have to go through in this area. Okay, so out of them were born traditions where you had to isolate, segregate, um, um, isolate, segregate. Uh, maintain certain cleanliness, uh, use certain water at certain times, all of this surround attached to spiritual spirituality and God. And um, by attaching it to God, it becomes sacred and people follow it and you don't have to, you just have to brainwash them, so, so to speak. Uh, and so Abrahamic ideologies are born out of uh, geological uh, events and areas of this planet which uh, initiated or which required a, a, a certain survival tactics in order for you to um, in order for you to survive and these survival tactics finally became what we know as ideologies ideologies became religions and this is what we got today so they're basically evolved out it has nothing to do with God Abrahamic groups nothing Okay, they add God over everything so that you can follow the story and follow the traditions. But the traditions and the, and the laws were meant for that particular land at that particular context and that particular time. So when the volcanic eruptions would happen in the Levant, your look and, and beyond, they would see this fire coming out from the belly of the earth. And they thought that, well, this is heaven and hell. Uh, hell is below with the fire and you're going to burn in hell. And all of that causes destruction, loss of life, loss of civilization, uh, loss of the food chain. And because of that, they, they were sick. There were pandemics running in this region, diseases running in this region, caused, uh, um, caused plague in this region. People would die and die. And that's why they had big families. Their law saying you must have children. Procreation is the most important. Why? Because their children are dying in this region and was meant for this region. So having eight and nine and 10 and 15 kids, and if they survival, you'd use them for the caravan tree, the caravan route. Uh, so this is where the ideology comes up from. It doesn't come up from anywhere else. And that's very important to say. Um, so their goal is 
And the thought process is if you eradicate everyone who doesn't follow this ideology, this method of cleanliness, of isolation, self-isolation, then at that point you are going to hell. So their goal was to eradicate and, and force people to follow their way of life in order to survive. So that's why all, there's a lot of violence, lot of subjugation, lot of submission, lot of indoctrination. So they will indoctrinate you and indoctrinate you only to survive in this region. From that's where it, got, it comes out of. So they believe that anyone who did not follow them were pagans or kufars. And kufar means you would literally die. So th- their goal was to eradicate anyone who did not follow them and their way of life in order to survive a particular geological reason, region. If it's very same like in the COVID, like I mentioned, in the COVID, they said, if you do not isolate, you'll get a fine, $400, $500, or you will lose your job. So that's important. So every uh, every civilization does what it has to do. Uh, in those days, they didn't have $400 fines, so they would kill you. Killing someone who was sick was helping the entire region from, um, from being... Um, 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 from being sick because the the disease would be contagious. So they're, they're literally saving themselves. This honor killing comes from here where they are saving their honor of the tribe from being sick. So violence and subjugation and eradication, changing of the, the, the demographics only to suit their rhetoric and their alliances and their philosophies came out of the zone of survival. So that's why Abrahamic groups are about um or peace you know if they're talking about peace it's all about rhetoric it's a narrative it's a perception of your mind it's nothing concrete you must be peaceful you must do this you must you should you have to you must god is great god is this your spirituality it's nothing that is concrete there is there's only a narrative and it's indoctrinated you um indoctrinated into you in order for you to fo- to to be in order for you to be um uh, to be a follower of this so that you will survive in these deserts because you could get sick and everyone else would not and, and follow the rules and regulations and then you'll, you'll hurt the whole, whole tribe. So eradicating anyone who doesn't follow their method of life in order to survive actually came from this and from that you got, um, and from that you got, um, you know, laws, they made laws, but the laws were basically to to live on a land. And that is why uh, there's so much of violence in Abrahamic groups, because they had to survive and they had to force you to uh, follow the traditions to survive. So there's a lot of violence in, in, in Abrahamic groups. You see, Abrahamic groups have been fighting with each other for so long because they don't know, remember what they're fighting about. They've been fighting for so long, they don't know why they're fighting. They've been fighting for so long, they don't even recognize each other anymore. But they fight because they have forgotten the original reason why they all were born, uh, amalgamated and, and re-amalgamated and broke down again, was because of survival in a desert culture, in a desert region without any water, uh, a survival tactic to control the oasis and to control um, the caravan trades to, to survive. And so 
in the modern world and even even when these regions um the, these groups uh left this region and went elsewhere in order to in order for them to uh to go to other re- regions they had to ally with others and that meant allying with power the moment they allied with power and they got power in their hands they forgot the reason why they originally started power goes to your head you marry your traditions and your culture with power and you got a co- you got a very corrosive uh, cocktail that will blow up anytime because now you're forcing people to do something that is out of its boundaries geographical and geological boundaries the empires actually want to go and collect land and, and invade land for for economics for power but because you are there and you see this power you ally with them you marry your ideology with the the, the empire and now the 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 so-called ideology which was originally built to as a survival tactic in a very difficult zone it's also become a power centric ideology it's all about a duality between what's written on paper and man that controls the paper and so there's always a violence there's always colonization imperialism because once you married it with power you will always have a power struggle and so it was born out of a power struggle to survive it sorry a struggle to survive it then developed into a power struggle to eradicate anyone who did not follow uh these rules and and would contaminate others it then allied with um power groups and imperial groups and it bec- it has become a colonial um, colonial empire so all abrahamic groups are about power eradicating anyone who does not follow you that's why there's violence violence in their homes you they have forgotten why what the original context was and that's why they are um there's violence in their homes to indoctrinate you from day one and make you believe in something when it has nothing to do with who you are today and the context of where you live today i mean that context is gone today we have we've gone through covid we have m- vaccines and all of that why do we need ideologies to survive in a desert when it has nothing to do with us i mean but it's developed over time and and photosynthesized and morphed into some ideology so that's why um they've forgotten but the violence part to keep the their slaves on the plantation is very very alive they have forgotten why the violence exists but the violence is there they're not going to give up the violence because now the violence means uh fear fear means um submission submission means control of your mind control of your mind means control of the economics and the money so that is very important so abrahamic groups there's a lot of indoctrination there's a lot of violence in our homes home after home after home it's ideological violence mental violence uh, emotional violence and there is a lot of violence physical violence in order to keep you on the plantation and keep you as slaves that is what it is indoctrination so that you don't know anything else now because they want your human capital and they want your power you are not allowed to challenge abrahamic groups are not allowed to challenge that means you are not allowed to challenge a rhetoric you're not allowed to challenge a narrative they can kill you because originally this mentality came from 
a desert where they had to survive. So your survival tactics is in the desert. You don't have a choice, but they're no longer in the desert. Now they've become global religions. So global religions means we're not talking about the desert anymore, but their hunger and their lust and their memory for power knows no bounds, and they still continue this tactic of violence in every home. If you agree with them and you follow what they say, sure, there's not going to be any violence. But you have any sense, any common sense, any smallest bit of common sense, look, you're going to go down, okay? And you're going to be abused. And in Abrahamic homes, there is violence in any given way. That's the difference between Abrahamic and Dharmic. Uh, like I said, any type of opinion is a crime. That is Abrahamic in a nutshell. Having an opinion other than what the general narrative is, is a crime. You cannot question an Abrahamic group. The entire society, uh, your family, your friends will come down on you like a pack of cards. Having an opinion is a crime. You are not allowed to question as long as it's uh, anything, uh, especially that is a blurred area, especially that they don't have answers for. And you must only follow the narrative and submit and say, yes, yes, master. That is our Abrahamic groups. Now, modern uh, um, Abrahamic ideologies do allow certain for questioning, which is Christianity in Europe and, and Judaism, or, you know, modern Judaism. But anything else, all the uh, evangelists, the Roman Catholics, the um, hardcore sects, by and large, they don't allow you. There is violence in every home if you challenge it and if you go out of bounds. If you even think about doing something that does not fit the narrative, that does not fit the society that they have created, they will pounce on you and they will they can take your life. So that's very, very important. Uh, violence is the game, name of the game. And that's why you have so many wars. Every single war includes either a Jew, a Christian or a Muslim. Uh, every single war, because they do not understand that we are an energy field. We are cyclic energy field. We are not a flat earth. The earth is not flat and we are not physical beings. Our form on the outside has no meaning. It's just a form. It's just a biology. What is controlling the biology is the metaphysical. It's energy in motion and energy works in currents and waves. So you can't force a person not to externalize, not to have a conversation, not having a voice. Knowledge is the basis of dharmic groups. Uh, and that is not the basis of uh, of Abrahamic groups. Abrahamic groups, knowledge is only their literature, their ideology. Anything else is not ideology, is not good. And that's why in order to survive this mentality of survival in the desert, everyone came with their, with their, each came with their own rhetoric in order to survive. And each one said, we are the truth, the way to life. We are special. Only if you do what we say, you're going to heaven. So that is the, the idea behind it. There is always, I am the truth, the way to life. Uh, follow me and, and you're going to heaven basically means you're going to survive in a very seismic zone, uh, in a pandemic zone, in a um, volcanic zone, um, and you're going to survive if you follow me. Basically, that's what it is, but they follow, they've forgotten it and they've made it into an ideology. 
Uh, dharma is completely different. Dharma is about your duty, your kartavya. Your kartavya only comes with knowledge. Kartavya means understand the physical and the metaphysical cycle. Understand that you're cyclic. It's your currents that form the waves. And all you are is energy in motion. Every species of life is energy in motion. We all roam in cycles, not at our uh, choice, not the cycles are for our choice, but all the cycles are attached to the geology and the geology ge geography of the land. So we are an extension of the energy field that comes from the, from the center of the earth. The energy comes up and we are part of that energy field. Our form is just a visual, uh, but it's not the energy that's running the show. So dharmic groups know that. That's why dharmic groups have left less problems. But of course, you have to understand the sun has to set for the sun to rise. So there will be downs and there will be ups. And if you do not do your homework when you're up, you will fall down and that fall down is violent. So violence is going to happen. It doesn't mean that you're believing in some God and there's not going to be any violence if you follow the things to the text. Because what's written on paper is not there to make you better. What's there on paper is just to give you a history of what you've gone through, your ancestors, a knowledge of your cycle, of your energy field, of your cosmic uh, conscious. Uh, that is what it is. So all of that comes to knowledge, all of that comes to externalization, all of that comes to uh, debate. And so open debate, open ideas, open challenges are all welcome in Dharma, but they are not welcome in uh, Abrahamic religion. You have to bow down to the priest. And that is the long and short of the story. Uh, Abrahamic groups are flattered and it's all about us versus them, minority versus majority, heaven versus hell, God. It's all versus. It's like a game. You're, you're fighting for survival in the desert and so that's why you are, it's in, you're in a game, sort of, to, to speak, that you're fighting against the devil because the fire that came from the center of the earth, the volcanic eruptions, was the devil. God sent the devil to them. So they believe that if you... If you if you do not follow God, he's going to make you burn in those volcanic eruptions in those in that hell, and that's basically what it was. And if you challenge this rhetoric, then you you're definitely going to hell. So uh, there is no challenge, there is no debate. There's only violence, ideological violence, uh, information violence, because they do not allow you to to look around. Of course, in the modern world, it's changed, but this is the modern world is what, 50, 75 years old? Beyond that, it was a different world. Uh, so that's very, very important to say. Dharmic groups are all about civilization. It's all about your energy field, balancing that energy field, asking the questions, gaining the knowledge, look at different angles. All 360 degrees, very, very important. And understanding that at the core, you are only um, um, a physical and metaphysical. A, your energy in motion, and that is morphed and met, met, photosynthesized and morphed into physical form. And that physical form... Um, is your body, is your physical body, but that will go to dust. The energy field of frequencies that continue, that's all, that's the long and short of the story. And uh, it's not to say that people do not... Um, in, in Dharmic groups, there's no dogma. In Dharmic groups, people don't take advantage. Uh, Dharmic groups, there's, there's no brainwashing. It does because... Uh, 
there are people with power and people want to use and misuse their power. And so that's why you have this situation. So it'll, it can become dogma and indoctrinated unless you are on a constant uh, journey for gaining knowledge and asking questions. You keep asking questions. No one can keep, can attach you to change, to change uh, to change. So it's like a tennis match, a tennis match. What does the court say all the time? The court says, move your feet, move your feet. Do not stop because the moment you stop, the opponent will hit a ball and it'll go into uh, an angle. And because you're not moving, you cannot go and get that ball. But if you were moving by the time the ball comes to your, your end, you've already positioned yourself to hit that ball back. But if you're out of position and your feet are not moving, um, then you're in trouble. So similarly, you always have to be ready and moving at when it comes to um, to life. You are always have to be skating and keep your feet moving. And that is questioning, question, 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 question. Uh, having the debate, understanding a different point of view, listening to others, very, very important. And one last thing, and it's not about indoctrination. It's about knowledge, not the knowledge that's in there one book or two books or or their perfect god the best god is knowledge that is it, it goes down thousands and millions of billions of years every junction in life is a knowledge library is a uh, intellectual library every junction however old three billion two billion one billion Every junction in life is an intellectual laboratory and it is your duty to question and ask. Swatch about it. It means clean. How do you clean? By questioning. And once you gain the knowledge, you take action to clean up that mess, learn and move on. And that's the difference between Dharma and, and Abraham. Abraham is about submission, submission, submission. Keep your mouth shut. Believe. Keep your mouth shut. Stop having a, an opinion. Do not have a question. Just submit. Believe, 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 believe. Repeat, 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 repeat. And basically that's the end of the story. So you see this planet coming down to an end. Should I say the economics coming down? You think they didn't know it was going to come? You think they couldn't have projected it? Of course they can if they knew the cycles. But when you do not question what happens, the earth is flat. So you say, I am the truth, the way, the life. You think by virtue of having a label, you're going straight to heaven, you're perfect. And the other side is a problem. Uh, and that's not going to happen because we are cyclics. Every time you go down, you have a chance to do it all over again when the sun rises. So you don't have to fret, oh my God, someone came and invaded my land. Yes, it happened. But what is important to understand is that the sun's going to rise tomorrow morning and you'll have a chance to learn and do it again. So why are you so fraught with, uh, with uh, fear? Fear because we are Abrahamic mentality. We have been colonized by Abrahamic groups for so long. We've got an Abrahamic mentality, although we follow a dharma. That is important to say. So I'm just going to say something else. I'll give you an example. I was listening to a podcast, uh, another podcast, ever Everyone knows about the podcast and you know they talk about the podcast um, very fantastic nice podcast fantastic it's an ex-muslim podcast uh, great podcast really I have nothing against them I learn a lot from them um, and they give me strength I have to say even though I'm not a Muslim but um, 
on one of the debates, there's this girl who came on the show and she was really fraught. She was fr- like sort of like frightened a little bit, but she was taking a chance by coming on the show to ask questions. And they kept indoctrinating her and they kept, sorry, they kept interrupting her. And it was not nice. Normally they don't do it, but this time one of the people were doing it and they kept interrupting her. And it, it, the poor girl, she didn't have the ability to ask that question or express herself because they kept talking over her. She wanted something, they were giving a different answer. And I know they had the answer and I had the answer. I was desperate to go on that phone and, and ask, say, listen, I have an answer for that that person. Can I come on board? Uh, but I'm not a Muslim, so that's why I couldn't go on board. And my Hindi is not exactly fantastic, but absolutely. Look, um, the reason I'm saying this is she was saying, look, she's got questions about her religion. She's got questions. She's not fully convinced. She's born into an Islamic home. She is a Muslim, but she doesn't practice it fully. She knows her religion, but she doesn't. She's not allowed to ask any questions. So you could see that she's at rock bottom. Her cycle has gone down. The sun has set. It will rise tomorrow, but she has to know how to rise with it. But if you think the earth is flat, that you're not going to explain to her. You're not going to give her the science, the grammar behind the sentence. If you have the grammar, you can complete a sentence. If you have the science, you can have a a civilization. But if you do not have the grammar, you're not going to be able to compose that sentence. And that's important. So she doesn't have the grammar to rise up above this with the sun the next day. She, you could see she was scared. She, she never had this conversation with anyone because in Abrahamic homes, if you do not uh, patronize their ideology, uh, you, you, you cannot have a conversation. And that's very, very clear. You are stuck in the mud, stuck so well, they will indoctrinate you. They will make you feel small. They will make you feel uh, little. They will belittle you. They will indoctrinate you with fear. And then they will abuse you physically. And there's a lot of physical abuse. So this girl was scared. Um, and she was still asking the question. She found some guts to come and on the show, and she was listening to the show for a while. And so kudos to her to find that courage and the strength. God knows how long it must have taken. And she was saying, look, um, her question was, I don't follow everything that Islam has to offer. Okay, And that's because I'm a Muslim, but I... Um, you know, I don't know whether to leave or not to leave, but I have my questions. I have my doubts, but there's no one to ask. So am I in the right direction? Or am I doing the right thing? Am I going to hell? Am I a wrong person? Am I a bad person? And this is the long and short of the story. They indoctrinate you so much that they make you believe that you're a bad person if you don't follow what they'd say. It is so disgusting. They make you... Uh, small, they belittle you instead of helping you, they belittle you. And it's important to understand that the people, when they are stuck in dogma, they've been indoctrinated for hundreds of years, it's not going to come out tomorrow. There's a lot of pain, there's a lot of trauma, there's a lot of questions, there's a lot of, you know, crying, there's a lot of fear, a fear to even ask a question. That is the problem. They put so much of fear in to you to even ask a question that you're even scared to ask it. So when someone finally um, finds the um, courage to find ask a question, 
please do not put that person down, whoever you are or wherever you come from or anyone for that matter. Don't put the person down. If you don't have an answer, be nice to the person because she's hurting or he's hurting and he knows that he needs help and he's basically coming to you for help because he sees in you a certain confidence. So he's asking for help like a lifeline. And it's literally that you're falling into this dark hole that you there's it's an endless pitless hole there's no end to it and you're struggling to hold on to something and you need that help and that is important when these people come up to you take the time to at least give them something in return um, something positive even if you don't have it remember you're not going to leave a religion and ideology that you've been brainwashed into tomorrow it takes decades it takes a lot of homework it takes a lot of tears lot of crying lot of uh, pain uh, it's like you know you have a wound and you've put a bandage on the wound and you do not clean the wound you let the bandage there for two months you open the wound and the bandage has stuck to the wound, to the to the skin. So what do you think is going to happen? It's going to hurt, right? So this has been stuck into our mind, indoctrinated from our mind. If you pull it out too fast, it's going to hurt. It's going to cause pain. There's going to be trauma. Uh, and this is the same thing with ideology. You can't see the ideology, but it's so attached to you. It can take decades for, to come out. And if we are in a journey, a small window of time where we have this ability to talk, have this conversation, have this knowledge um, and spread the message, spread the news, spread information. Uh, and if people come to you and ask you questions, please do not negate them. Take your time to answer. If you don't have the answer, Google it, ask help, and then help those people. But understand that you, they, all they want is knowledge and they will find their own balance. Um, Water always finds its own balance and people will heal in its own time, in their own way. Nothing is going to happen tomorrow. We've been on the back foot for so long. It takes time to rise above the status quo. It takes 72 years to move one degree. Very important. Our cosmic energy takes 72 years to move one degree. So it's very small gains at a very small time. For people who talk like me, I've been on this journey for 30 plus years. So I've had gone through the rite of passage, gone through these uh, eras, the pain, and so it's okay right now. But there are people, all waves are not at the same wavelength, not at the same level, not at the same strength. So I may be before, someone else is behind me and someone else is before me. And that's okay. So you always have to form this chain to help the people behind you. Use your knowledge, use your education, use your experience to help others. Slowly and calmly and, and give them as much as, as positive energy because the very fact they're coming with, to you, it's because they've gone through a lot of negative reinforcement, negative energy, fear, and they're looking for positive. So you have to be that positive strength, absorb the negative and heal. And that's what they're looking for, healing a lifeline. And it's very, very important to understand this difference between Abrahamic and, and Dharmic ideologies. It's important to understand that 
that dharma understands that we are cyclic with the earth is not flat it's cyclic it's not us versus them it's currents that form the waves we are all currents and waves and it's our currents that form the waves not the waves that form the currents and and i in uh, in abrahamic ideologies the earth is flat it's about your labels us versus them this label versus that label and it's a label for fight for survival it's about a, a journey for survival and so you have to eliminate all those who do not have your label so on and so forth that's why we're leaving my friends in hordes there is plenty of us that are leaving it's important to say so so even if you see someone with a minority tag don't always think that that person is minority against you the tag is there there's a camouflage really in reality we are leaving in, in an exodus. So on that note, I will take your leave. I thank you so much for your time. Thank you for your questions. If you have any questions, please do not hesitate to ask. I love your questions. Um, and it's important for me to have those questions, to learn myself, to heal, and to give and share with you as much as knowledge as possible. Thank you so much again. Have yourself a great, great day.